Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, here for another edition of Scooby Snacks and Chats. Today, we are talking about Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, the live-action sequel to the original one um, where they went to Spooky Island. And I'm not alone. I am here. It is the pterodactyl himself, Felipe. I guess the pterodactyl is the most like a dragon in my eyes, but... As always, I am joined with an extra special co-host for the Scooby-Doo Rewatch podcast, and here he is, the tar monster himself. He has a frozen heart after Scooby put the fire extinguisher on him, but it's Jacob. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm good. You know, frozen heart and all, ready to steal your part in My Fair Lady, get that leading role. Yeah, no, we will fight for it. How are you doing? Have you recovered from our four-hour podcast a few days ago? Whew. Yes, I have. Uh, it was a long one, but it was a fun one. You know, uh, yeah, it was a great time uh, talking again. I'm sure, you know, let's make this one go longer, right? Nothing to do. I, right? I don't know if I can. I That's was fair. so tired afterwards. Uh, I agree. I took like a long nap and then I woke up and I was like, uh oh, it's 9 p.m. This is not going to be a good end of my day, but yeah. that's all right. Yeah, well, we're not alone. We had to bring in, it's Scooby Doo 2, so we had to bring in two extra special guests stars first off you know him from the what you doing pod and everyone and their brother it is davis comma will aka the black knight of the podcast hello sire how are you doing hello i was hoping for ten thousand volt monster i dressed up in all orange just for this here i can change you <laughs> Ten thousand volt monster Ten thousand volt monster you are now the ten thousand volt monster one v uh, according to zoom so how are you doing will i'm doing all right happy to be here uh, this, this, I wasn't sure that I ever saw this movie before. I know I remember the first one very vividly. Um, and then as I watched this movie, I think seeing more and more of it maybe made me think, oh yeah, I have seen this movie before, Yeah, but I didn't remember a ton of it until the end of it. I did not remember a ton either. I remember specific scenes and I can tell my backstory with the movie afterwards, but, um, yeah. And with Will always comes a buddy, like the skeleton twins themselves, Will is here with Navi, also from the What You Doing Pod, and most recently appearing on Dawson's Creek season one finale on Shit 90 Show. Navi, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. It's snowing out here, and I think much like with the Dawson's Creek podcast, I may have some controversial slash negative opinions about this piece of media. And we're here for it. We want it. Um, Jake that sounds like, like fighting words to me, actually. Uh, I think that we might have to be ops because I love this movie. I had so much fun the entire time. I was like, this movie is fantastic. I did not see a single thing I did not like. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle because I had fun watching it. 
but maybe I was with high expectations because I was like, oh my God, I was so excited for the first one and they lived up. And then this one was not as good. Like I'll say it, this was not as good as the first one. And I don't know if that's something Jacob disagrees with. No, this is the rare time where a sequel, especially, especially a second movie was more enjoyable than the first. What? Fight me, fight me. Oh, those Let's are go. fighting words. This is why Jacob, okay, while we're here, Navi, I know you haven't listened to the podcast yet, but uh, Jacob was very upset with you for ranking Emperor's New oh, School number one. I've heard. I've heard. Wait, how did you hear it? Because I have a big Nicole mouth. Nicole Horn oh. told me. Oh, she told <laughs> you too? Yeah, she told me too uh, earlier this afternoon. Everyone we out here uh, Emperor's New School is a good, a good one. Yeah, hey, it is. CCO, Cusco, Cusco, go, go. Go, go. Nope, no, you, you, you all are incorrect. Have you ever I, heard I of Clifford's Puppy Days? A, I, I wouldn't have had it at number one, but I'd have it pretty high. Yeah, I don't know. I, I did not like it that much. Have you ever heard of Clifford's Puppy Days? That was the one that I, I have. I forgot so where good. I ranked it. Where did I rank it again? Let me check. Hopefully number two. Top 50s. Um, Maybe top 60. I can, I can bring it up. Um, so Clifford's Puppy Days was definitely bottom half. Let's see, one, two, three, four. This is great counting on the podcast. Hey, yeah, like so all the theme songs, taught us how to count. Bottom, it was in between Bob the Builder and Backyardigans. Wow, the disrespect. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. Listen, <laughs> I think that you're uh, when you listen to the podcast, Navi might feel vindicated. Yes. Um, but anyways, we're here to talk about Scooby Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Uh, premiered March 26, 2004, written by James Gunn, once again directed by Raja Grishel, I believe is the director. Let me just mm-hmm. not speak out of my ass. Um, <laughs> Raja Guznell. No, you're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And written by James Gunn, returning stars from the first one, Freddie Burns Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, Matthew Lillard, Linda Cardellini, but also with Seth Green, Tim Blake Nelson, Peter Boyle, and Alicia Silverstone. So what was your opinion? Okay, actually, let me go first to Will and Navi. What is your backstory with Scooby-Doo as a franchise? You can take it first, Will. Um, well, I, I don't know that I have maybe a rich backstory. I remember watching a lot of the Scooby-Doo cartoons as a kid, uh, specifically Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? And uh, a pup named Scooby-Doo. Loved a pup named Scooby-Doo. Um, I, I know I saw the first... Scooby-Doo live action in theaters. Um, and and yeah, this movie, I, I think I saw it like while we were driving in the car somewhere or something. That's why I don't remember all of the movie, but remember parts of the movie in, in, in hindsight. Yeah, Navi, what about you? With Scooby-Doo in general and then these two live action movies? So I would say I'm a very casual Scooby-Doo fan. Like, obviously, I watch the cartoons. Um, I would often rent uh, the video games at Blockbuster or Pick a Flick or whatever video rental store there was at the time. Um, I, I wasn't, like, super, like, into the lore. I remember liking Velma. Like, she was my favorite. Um, as for the two movies, I absolutely loved the first one, even though it's, like, dumb as hell. Uh, the second one, not so much. And it's also the one I have, uh, much like, well, I don't have much of a memory for because I just never rented it as much as the first one because it's not as good. Um, though uh, Jacob would clearly have uh, a different opinion on that. But yeah, Jacob's about- wrong. It's okay. He's, yeah, he's, he's been wrong, wrong before. He will, wrong, he will be wrong <laughs> again. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'd hate Tim to see my survivor rankings and see. Oh, I heard <laughs> most of them. Most of them. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually, I, have... I think I disagree with your uh, TV theme show uh, theme song bracket um, rankings more than your survivor rankings. Your survivor rankings were like in the rough ballpark, but. Uh... Okay. Yeah, Jacob. So we didn't get to hear from you on the first Scooby Doo podcast. So what is your experience with this live action? Since we know your your backstory for the cartoon. So I think I saw the second movie first, which might be why I like it more. Uh... Uh, I remember going to see this one in the theater. Uh, I believe my dad took me to go see the movie. Uh, we like got some popcorn and I watched the movie and I was like, this is so fun. Like everything was great. And I watched it really young. I did not watch the original one until a bit later. Uh, but by that time I already liked this one so much. Uh, it was one of those movies that I think that we had like a DVD of. And when we'd go on car rides, I had my little like laptop DVD player that I would watch on. So this was like my go-to road trip movie. See, I think like Jacob, I watched this one first before the other one because this one came out in 2004. I know where exactly where I was when I watched it. I We went to Blockbuster to get it. And I watched it when I was sitting in the back of my dad's class during like a President's Day Monday or like February vacation because that's something in Massachusetts. So I was sitting in the back of his class with all these college, kid, college kids and I was watching and some kid was trying to watch with me. I was like, back up. Like <laughs> the college kid was trying to watch instead of his schoolwork. Yeah, he was in the back of the class. It wasn't. It was like a small lecture room, like so, like a classroom, a high school classroom setup. And my dad was teaching on the blackboard. And I was trying to watch Scooby Doo on his computer and in the back of the room. And the college kid was just trying to like peep on me. But I remember some scenes, uh, like from the movie, like when they went to the the warehouse. I remember that. And then I mentioned. I also had the Game Boy game for this for this movie and i remember the the mansion scene and the museum scene as like levels in the video game um which came to mind but uh there were like some scenes that like i remembered i remember the crib like the the mystery and crib that they had and then also like a few sporadic scenes but unlike jacob even though this was my first movie i preferred the the original rewatching these um yeah so let's get into the recap unless anyone else has something to say I just, I, I just have so many more like vivid memories of that first movie between mm-hmm. between like the scene where they're all swapping bodies and yeah. and uh, Fred talking about Fred inside Daphne's body talking about how he's gonna look at himself naked uh, yep. and then you know, Scrappy Doo being like inside of a little robot and then the the Velma in the leather suit I have so many more memories of that first Velma movie in the leather suit was this movie oh it was. Yep. There, there you go. Maybe I remember more of this movie than I thought. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me let me just pull in a question as because that was, um, that was discussed. Uh, because a lot of questions we got were related to the the first movie, but I think we can talk about them here because we didn't get to discuss them as much in the last one. But um, yeah. Let me let me pull the question up if my internet would agree with me. Okay. Jason Curtis Rivera on Twitter asks, does Daphne saying I could look at myself naked in the Fred voice go through your head once a week too, or is that just me? Which is when- Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I just said was was like the, if I remember anything about this whole franchise, it's that scene is probably the most memorable to me. That's a terrible scene to remember. <laughs> like if you're going to remember one thing, like that's just one of the creepiest things that you could get. Uh, like I, no judgment that that's what you remember. It's not, it's not a but... choice. <laughs> 
yeah no i i hear you like i'm not blaming you i'm blaming the movie like cut that joke out that's that's not a that's not a joke that uh i'd want to keep in my head yeah so uh but let's just get started with the with the movie itself so we start off the exhibit the mystery gang they're doing their red carpet publicity stunt and there's a museum opening and the museum is curated with costumes from past villains and so they interview with heather i didn't write down her full name but heather the the interviewer and they are asked about revisiting the costumes and uh velma at the museum is uh, talking with Patrick, the museum curator, who all movie I was calling Tim Blake Nelson, even though at the end of the credits it was Seth Green. I was like, "Well, I'm I'm stupid." <laughs> For whatever reason, I was calling him Tim Blake Nelson because I knew Tim Blake Nelson was in this movie, and I was just calling him that. Um, but uh, at the at the exhibit, the pterodactyl ghost causes chaos, and the night ghost is there as well. And this uh, unnamed mischief maker uh, is also there, and. There's some shenanigans that happened. Uh, they try to steal some costumes. Scooby and Shaggy try to tie them up, but they don't tie it tight enough, so they get in their head later. Um, just like overall stuff. And Fred also gives some interview beforehand where he says, uh, Coolsville sucks as a joke, and that will come back later. So who wants to start us off? What is everyone's impressions of this opening scene? Well, I love that all of their stands just wear the same color outfit as them for some reason when they go into the premiere. That was really interesting. And I love that all of Scooby's fans are just all different dogs. <laughs> yeah, I, I also appreciated that. I thought it was cute to have like the all the fan clubs be like just them, but like not like in the gang. Mm -hmm. And then I liked that Scooby's was dogs. It easily could have just been like dog lovers, but... Yeah, I appreciated that. Uh, Likewise. Who guys um, get a tattoo on your chest for? Like, what? who are you that committed to where you'd go full tattoo? Well, I know your answer is Akiva. Uh, or Billie <laughs> Eilish. I would do it for Billie if, like, it, even if she didn't ask me, I might do it today. <laughs> that, you're, you were judging the the Daphne quote earlier, but. That... Uh, no, I, I think if I got a tattoo of a person, it would be Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay. Solid the, choice. the cover the cover to emotion across my chest I, I think i could make it work yeah yeah i yeah I, that's not a bad one uh navi felipe what about you navi you can go first i think uh well i'm anti-tattoo i'm not really about okay. that life but if i were to get one i don't know i guess off the top of my head little nas x for like <laughs> would he be on the poll <laughs> would he be on the poll yes he would definitely be on the poll Yes, iconic. Um, I love it. My first thought was Elmo. <laughs> Elmo, yeah. Um, but uh, trying to think, is there a Victoria Justice I have been a stan of, as we have established multiple times? Uh, who else? Uh, Kiki Palmer, we stan. Someone that I stan. Um, obviously, Jordan Selena Parks. Gomez. Selena Gomez, there we go. No, you are not a big Selena Gomez stan. I am. I am. I'm the biggest um <laughs> are you a selena yeah. gomez hater no no i think she's fantastic me and my friend used to have competitions for who would like her more we would uh write her fan mail we would go to her like old home in texas we would like watch every show that came out and felipe is out here thinking he's the biggest selena fan but no i'm not my friend is so that title can go to james I am trying to think anyone else that I would get a tattoo of. 
Bobby, your answer is actually so hilarious because you're like, I don't like tattoos, but the person you get a tattoo of is like Lil Nas X. I'm, I'm hoping on the poll. That would be hilarious. And then it, have, <laughs> has everyone watched that music video? Yeah, I yes, I multiple great. times. It's iconic. We stand. Live your best yeah. life, King. Um, but yeah, so we go. Uh, and then after all this, they're chilling in the mystery crib. Shaggy and Scooby are sitting behind the counter. They're upset. Uh, meanwhile, Fred is being smear campaigned and he was edited <laughs> badly, according to him, which honestly, Fred was right. He was, that was taken very out of context. Yeah. Um, and I, I, if I can just speak on this. So I work in, I work as a news reporter and like, you can't just pull shit like this. <laughs> like it's very like, or at least up in here in Canada, I don't know how you do it over down in America, but up here, you like, that is definitely a no-no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually had this question in, in here to ask you if you would ever do this to make a story better. So hardline no? No, absolutely uh, not. There's like so uh, many. Like, well, that's with news, right? Yeah. Because I feel like reality television, like they don't care. Like they'll, they'll sprinkle bite all over the place. But if you're trying to report news, then I think that's not allowed. It reminded me a lot of the, the Fairly Odd Parents episode when he's like, hi, I'm Timmy Turner and I cheated on my math test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an obscure poll that is like literally so accurate. That was incredible. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, but they, we get everyone in their head They and Scooby and Shaggy are like, we want to, we always mess things up. We need to be the big dogs in this, uh, in this case and solve the mystery. Um, meanwhile, the rest of the crew is doing some research on the original pterodactyl. We get some backstory that it was uh, Jacobo, Dr. Jeremiah Jacobo. I didn't write it down. Jonathan Jacobo. What kind of name is Jacobo? It's, it's a name of a criminal. Like you are doomed to a life of misery and crime. If your last, mm -hmm. if your name is Jonathan Jacobo, like, I'm sorry. Is it Go better or worse than John Jenkins, John Jingle, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? His name <laughs> That's a fun is my name. name too. That's a great name, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's a name of a partier, but Jonathan Jacobo, life of crime. Yeah, so he was in prison. Oh, go ahead, Jacob. Oh, I was going to say, just to go back quickly. So when Shaggy and Scooby are like deciding they're going to be detectives, they take a creed. Is there a podcaster creed that we can take to like become Ooh. serious podcasters? Because I would love to do it right now. I guess mm. anyone can be a podcaster. See, I was just wanting to like, you know, commit to it, do the creed, and then just like uh, check that out. You remember in um, The Hangover when they like cut their fingers open and like that the Blood Brothers packed? Oh, I couldn't yeah. do that. That like no. stressed me out so much. I was like, think of the infection you could get with that rusty knife. That yeah, I'm too much of a wuss to do that. Too afraid yeah, of being that's, stabbed. If that's what yes. it takes to be a podcaster, I'm, I'm fine. I'll do it if I have to, but. What? <laughs> Why? Absolutely not. To what end? I don't know. If, if, if it if someone was gonna give me like ten thousand dollars to do it, I would like give myself a little cut on my hand. Okay, well, open oh, offer out there. The money, then maybe I would consider it. Maybe I'll get like a numbing cream or something. But yeah, H how much money would you need to do it, Navi? Uh, I don't know, like a bajillion dollars. Um, uh, oh, okay, yep. That's okay. a lot of money, according to Noam. It is a lot of money. Plenty of yeah. money, in fact. Plenty of money, yes. That is plenty of money. Um, yeah, I, I guess I would do it for money, but I would need like a lot to risk infection. Also, can we talk about the fact that Shaggy said like a ton of words? How does he expect Scooby and his dog brain to remember all that? Um, but 
he he remembered scooby yeah. was the character he, i legitimately howled at some of the stuff scooby did in this movie uh i think more in the first movie i did that but this one like scooby mvp in terms of comedy i don't we'll see if he gets my mvp by the end of the podcast i'm still undecided um but uh they end up getting prepared oh so we learn about jacobo and we learned that his roommate in prison was the black knight uh mr wickles um so wickles yes <laughs> That's, that's a clown name no, he, he's a knight name obviously okay Getting. there's there's some point in the movie where where i think it was daphne calls him something like hideous old man wickles like right in front of him she uses yeah. the word hideous to describe him and it's it's subtle but it's it, it made me laugh a lot yeah they are so ruthless to this old man like but uh yeah. i forgot to mention that jacobo tried to uh, build himself a pterodactyl to escape from prison. He flew and fell down into the lake, and he died supposedly. So that's that's some setup there. Um, they end up going to Wickles's mansion, right? Wickles's. Um, Wickles isn't his Wickles? name. Yeah, Wickles is Wickles. Wickles it. No, it's just Wickles Mansion, right? The Wickles yeah. Mansion, mansion of yeah. Mr. Wickles. <laughs> All right, that works uh, yeah. too. They ring the doorbell and Fred's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is this before or after Scooby with the, with the, the oh, we have to talk about the bunny scene. The bunny scene? Yeah, when Scooby draws the bunny and he's taking notes. Or is that later? I thought that was later. I thought okay. they went to Chateau de Wickles first. Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, I remember they were wearing, no, I think, I think they came in wearing Daphne's outfit, right? Or Velma. Mm, you're right. Yeah, yeah. so. So they're like, let's get ready. And then Scooby wears Velma's turtleneck and Daphne's boots. And Shaggy's like, Daphne, I got to say, your go-go boots did not fit on me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Scooby's wearing that. And then as they're like finding out all this information, Scooby's like taking notes. And then uh, Shaggy's like, did you get all that, Scoob? And he flips it over. He's like, bunny, <laughs> I died. <laughs> That's going to be the photo for this podcast, the bunny. <laughs> I'm glad that joke landed with you. The Scooby lines <laughs> killed me in this movie. It just made me so happy. <laughs> Bunny. I rerounded it like five times. I was dying. <laughs> and I know if she was here, Kate would appreciate that too. <laughs> um, sorry, that just made me laugh so much. But uh, they end up going to the Wickles mansion. And they ring the doorbell. And then Shag is like, don't ring it again, Fred. Let's just go away. And then Fred's like, what's the worst thing that can happen if you ring a doorbell? And then he rings it again. They fall into the trap to this ball does that look fun except for navi i know you don't like roller coasters but did that look fun <laughs> riding in that ball jacob yes that looked like an absolute blast uh we'll see later in the movie that mr wickles wants to create a theme park and i would trust this dude to build a roller coaster because that looked so fun i mean obviously like i would not want to be trapped uh there like you know against my will but if that was like a ride at six flags i would happily go they're even so considerate at the end they're like oh you'll be freed at 7 p.m like giving you times that's so considerate so both considerate and fun sign me up if you're gonna be trapped at least at least let me have fun with it yeah exactly not enough seat belts on the ride but otherwise it looked fun yeah that's fair Uh, navi would not ride it she would she would uh, wait for us at the end of the ride right yeah, I would be at whatever equivalent of Epcot is and get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's Have you plan. ever been on a roller coaster? or And it's not for you or you're too scared to get, try one? 
I've been on like the kitty roller coaster and okay. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I mean- At least Navi knows what she likes. Yeah, yeah, I do know what I like and don't like. Thank you. Yes, um, but anyway, so that happens to them and they're there and there's a Girl Scout in one of the balls and he's like, she's like, do you, would you like to buy a, a Girl Scout cookie? And then they the camera pans and it's like to, uh, what are they, sermon sellers? Like what is what are those called? Like door yeah, to door- I'm not sure exactly what they were. Mormon Jehovah Witness something. Yes, but they were like effect. pimping out the Bible or whatever. Um, pimping out the Bible. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. That's a way of describing it. I think the Black Knight might come and cancel you a little bit later. It's like the opposite of what Little Nas X is doing. <laughs> See, this is a little not ex stan account, but um, but he's like they they ask they ask the gang, have you heard the good news? And this is another line that comes because yeah, yeah, there's cookies. <laughs> that that line did make me laugh. That line yeah. was pretty funny. Uh, Scooby Scooby's so funny. I love him. Like I think this is the best Scooby in the live action uh, properties. Um, meanwhile, Daphne unlocks the cage with her makeup skills. Navi, does this work, or does anyone else have? Jacob was a theater kid. So does this stage makeup stuff work where you like put the blush on the finger thing and then like get a Band-Aid? Maybe. Like I, I've never been locked in a dungeon where I've needed to try, but like I now know the steps to get out theoretically. I don't know. Does anyone else have higher confidence? Like maybe it works. I I doubt it, but. Yeah, it's it's one of those like, whenever you're you're pretending to be like a forensics es- expert as a child <laughs> we're like oh i'm going to i'm going to dust for fingerprints and then and then lift the fingerprints i don't know if it actually works but but children's television would like you to believe it does yes yeah. brought to you by the children's television society yeah i feel like children's television and usa network shows are like the two <laughs> ones that like would definitely make you believe like i've seen this in burn notice and white collar like every other episode yeah um but daphne busts them out and busts out the everyone else who was trapped as well um they go hunt for clues scooby and shaggy though they go um pull some shenanigans they scooby collects a lot of things and in it there's a sticky note that says faux ghost tonight so they find that that's their clue uh meanwhile fred and daphne and velma find a book that had jacobo's name on it um and the knight comes and chase them uh and daphne fucks that night up um because she has to <laughs> distract the distract the knight while velma's trying to learn about the 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 trap spot or whatever and then she's like you just kick him in the groin and i was like okay you probably could have done that at the start you didn't need to like look for that but what do we think well, of daphne's fighting skills thorough. yeah i love the scene where daphne like kind of skated down the the railing that that was fun um yeah i I think that it's uh, Daphne does like a lot of good sword skills here. It's made even more impressive by the fact that Fred just immediately gets knocked out. Like he even has a shield and just gets conked in the head until he's like out for the count. Uh, yeah, Daphne really impressive here with her with her fighting skills. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I this was like Daphne's showing up and Daphne's like carrying the team at this moment. Um, yeah. The the other thing I noticed was that like half of the clues that they find are because this dude's house is just really dirty. Like 
the whole plot of the movie goes away if he cleans the house. Like, do you think that they did this so like kids are like, oh, well, like I don't want the mystery team to find my secret, so I better like uh, I better clean my room because like it worked. Like I'm I just went on a cleaning spree after watching the movie. That's why. That's why you did it. That that is exactly why I cleaned. I was subliminal like, messaging. I'm not about to have anyone get my secrets and know what books I've touched. I'm going to de-dust all the books. What books have you touched lately? Because I feel like you don't um, do a lot of reading. You do a lot of TV uh, watching. <laughs> sorry. Was that an attack, Felipe? No. Are you calling Jacob illiterate? No. <laughs> I said Thank he's you. probably, the, I feel like he's he's more into like audiobooks instead of reading. I am insulted. Uh, I read plenty. Thank you very much. Um, I've recently been reading the Magicians trilogy. I'm on the second book. I believe it's called Magicians Land, but I've get, gotten it mixed up with the third book many times. So maybe it's called Magicians King, but it's a great book. He doesn't even uh, know what book it is. I, uh, <laughs> okay. You know what, Felipe? I might have to make you pause and edit this whole thing out so I can show you <laughs> no! where my bookmark is in page 64. Rude. I'm surprised you didn't stop at 69. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if that's where the chapter ended, I obviously would have, but fine. I'll go read five pages of the book like immediately and then just like call it for a night. Sounds or you good. can just lie. That, that, <laughs> you know what? All right, Felipe, edit out when I said 64 and here, here's me saying 69, ready? 69, great. You have to say it like Liana though, where she's like 69, 69, 69. <laughs> All right. Does anyone else here read, or, or would you like to read anyone else about their ability to read books? Felicity? Why is the library open? Because, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't want to be the only one insulted. I know that you have. Navi reads these. all the time. She's a. She has to like listen and read to things. Um, she's a media expert. And then Will does math, which I don't know if he has to read as well. But <laughs> I, he's smart. I, I've been and, reading math books, but not as well as I should be. Not as well or as much both oh jacob's so insecure that now he's trying to like drag people for grammar well no i was curious if you like didn't get didn't understand or didn't like... i i know what the words say yeah and i understand the words it's it's more like the con it's you know, reading a textbook is is yeah 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 okay that kind of thing. um felipe do you read <laughs> you haven't picked up a book since high school no i have i have Damn it. i have right. definitely um I read a lot of, I've read a lot more screenplays lately. Last, well, my internship was just reading books last year. It was like reading books and summarizing them and then giving like, should this be a movie or should it not be a movie? So I did a lot of reading until my internship ended. And then I read one and a half books and a few screenplays. And I've been focusing more on the writing aspect um, and watching TV because then I podcast. So I took a shot and missed. I guess you read. We're all readers here to varying yes. degrees. I probably read the least out of all of us, though, and that's that's a problem. But uh, yeah, so then they find out that the key ingredient is um, randomonium, uh, which a good name, bad name. What do we think? Yeah. Okay. I, At least we agree on that, Jacob. That it's a yeah. terrible name. Yeah. So th there are uh, 117 elements and maybe like some more I don't haven't learned since like uh, since high school that they could have picked from. Like at least pick one that sounds plausible. Uh, you think Einsteinium is a real, it sounds like a plausible element? Yes, it, it, I, it that is. sounds a lot <laughs> it better. It is a real yes, element, I, but, yeah. but yes. it's just named after the man. 
Yeah, there's a lot of Laurentium, Californium, Californium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jacob, do you know every single element? Americium? No, I, I know more digits of pi than uh, elements. Yes, Jacob's a how many digits of pi do you know? Uh, I can sing a song to get me to a hundred, but I would have mm. to sing the words because I don't Wait, remember. Tell me what the first number that I say wrong is, because I know I know like at least ten. Three point one four one five nine six two five three five. No, okay, no, no, it's wrong. <laughs> I've got fifty, but I I can't sing them. Uh, well, I can only <laughs> sing them. I literally, if I don't sing, I guess I could like take out the singing parts and just say the words. But like without like going through the song, I know like mm-hmm. maybe like twelve. Okay. That's so respectful. So it. I mean, so I think I got ten. Song, I, do I don't know if I got ten. Yeah. I got. No, I got close uh, to... Say it again. Three point one four one five nine two six five three five. That's where I, what I said. Eight nine yeah. seven five three no. five. No. Yeah, I think. So eight nine seven nine. Yeah. Nine seven nine. Anyway. Five, four, three, two, one. Real, yes. real, real entertaining podcast going on here. We were talking about counting earlier. Now we're not even going in order. <laughs> this is actually fascinating podcast. This is the podcasting stuff I want to listen to. So uh, at least I'll enjoy it when I listen back. But we go back to the crib and Daphne and Fred and Velma are like, we're going to go get more clues. And Scooby and Shaggy are like, Scooby has rabies. We're going to go like lay down. And then they end up going to Ghost. So we'll come back to them later. Uh, Patrick, meanwhile comes to the crib. Velma freaks the fuck out. She goes and hides, and Daphne is like, listen, Daphne. I mean, listen, Velma. Uh, you, whatever, she said a line that I was like, she was like, whatever, you, like, relationships are about showing people your best self all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably why they can be messy at times, because then, like, when you, when, like, you break those walls down, and then, like, oh, you kind of suck. I don't know. Is this good advice? This seemed like the the most shallow advice ever. Like the oh, yeah, object. Totally. Okay, I I wasn't sure because like Felipe didn't seem like he was like very strongly against it, but it seems like it's just like <laughs> awful advice. Yeah, no, uh, I was against was it. I, okay. Yeah. I, I just I did maybe I I thought it was terrible, so I I uh, I didn't want to be wrong. You know, I'm not trying to give bad advice to the youths that listen to this podcast. Oh yeah, I'm sure this is like the premier place where they go for dating advice. Yeah, I think the youths who are listening to this podcast already dipped out when we started listing digits of pi. Yeah, yeah. But also, Jacob tells people to go burn their house down with a uh, with a uh, what? You you said that when you're done with school, you should burn their notes and then make a bonfire. I didn't say burn your house down, Felipe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm Fred having my words taken out of context. No, I think it's a great idea. After your year of school is done, burn all the paper as a cathartic way to be done with the year. Please do not burn your house down unless it's insurance fraud, in which case, best of luck. He's advertising for insurance fraud. No, I'm not. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just trying to be Can we the go best back Heather? to talking about pie where I'm not going to get in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Daphne glams her up and Velma is wearing this like latex bodysuit that's like squeegeeing as she walks down the stairs and like making weird sounds. Navi, you look like you have thoughts. When was this ever like a good fashion item? I don't understand the letter. Like it makes squeaky sounds. 
the color like i get that orange is velma's color but seriously i i just don't understand it plus it makes farting noises and like that's really awkward it's just like not a great look i don't know why they went with leather especially because it's very obvious that velma is not comfortable in it she doesn't know how to move around with it daphne girl please i thought you would know better you started yeah. disparaging people wearing all orange. I feel like I need to go change clothes now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're at least comfortable. Like my I am comfortable. the comfortability aspect of it. Um, and then like the orange was just like the icing on top. Plus it's, you know, orange you know, is kind of an obnoxious color. So. Maybe if she didn't keep, like maybe, <laughs> she, maybe if she didn't have the turtleneck underneath, it wouldn't made as many sounds. That's just my thought process. I'm not sure that that's the the thing that made a lot of sounds. I I agree. Like that was a terrible outfit. I don't know like who owned it because it's not Daphne's color. So like that was weird. Anyway, I yeah. That, it, I think it it's Fred. Really... Whenever he he goes to the local drag club. Mm. Okay, now that would be an outfit I would like to see. Uh, Felipe, who is your mommy? Uh, by the way. That's a line that she says. No, I know what you're saying. I just felt, why was that directed to me? Well, I feel the most comfortable asking you. I don't feel comfortable asking you like that much, but I definitely am not about to ask someone else who's their mommy. So uh, Felipe, who is your mommy? (laughs) It's just, there's not a comfortable way to say those words. Who's your mommy? Who's your, no. Mommy is such a more uncomfortable word than daddy. Daddy's they're both uncomfortable. No, they're both. I, they're, they're both uncomfortable. I think. I think Daddy has at least made its way into the cultural oh. zeitgeist, yeah. where well, mommy has not yet. Normalize mommy. That's that's going <laughs> to be my <laughs> thing for twenty twenty one. Normalize mommy. That's a great hashtag. <laughs> right now, I know we're not at the end, but normalize mommy. Okay, so we didn't talk about this in the Caillou section of the last podcast, but you know that gif where it's like, oh yes, Daddy. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, that's a gift. All right. So the faux ghost is a thing. Yes. Uh, um, Let's talk about that. We have to finish here because then they go back to the museum, and the exhibit is crashed. Right. So uh, Patrick is very upset. He goes to cry. um, AKA go beat up some randos, which we'll find out later. But um, (laughs) uh, yeah, so they're upset, and then. Heather tries to get in Daphne's head being like you're just useless you're just here to be hot basically and she gets in her own head and then she's like Daphne calls this woman out Navi go ahead okay so I don't get obviously you know the news reporter is going to news reporter whatever Daphne is probably the one of the more competent people in the team like what does Fred do he's like a total like nothing burger of a character this (laughs) this uh film and even in the last film he was like the least interesting part i do i just don't understand why he gets the pass well daphne and velma are the ones you know like you know gesturing like they're they're the ones carrying the team i just mm-hmm. i the 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 reporter is malinformed and i will not take this slander the women and i guess the dog are like the mvp <laughs> of this i guess i don't know you're totally right. And it's even more weird when we realize that the reporter is actually like this old man, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Like he's telling Daphne like, oh, you're just the hot one. Like that's even more <laughs> weird coming from the old yeah. man underneath. Very, very odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, At least he didn't yeah. call her the mommy. 
<laughs> uh, he should have tomorrow oh, bringing God. bringing that energy to the Phineas and Ferb podcast Candace who's your mommy <laughs> <laughs> and it, we are talking about mommy's birthday tomorrow <laughs> not not you calling her mommy <laughs> <laughs> no we're out here normalizing it Felipe the, the other thing I, we kind of skipped over this earlier but I want to go back the villain of this whole thing is just like Dr. Doom right like that that's just like the outfit is just dr Very, doom yeah, yeah it's pretty mad. but uh okay. like what was the point of that outfit like you could have just been the black knight you didn't need you didn't need that outfit. it also kind of looks like um in solo the girl from the flag smashers in captain america what's her character's name in solo whatever her name is urson something i, I, I haven't seen yeah. Solo. okay never mind moving on uh we go to the faux ghost Oh, yeah. No, wait. Daphne accuses Heather. She's like, you're mighty sus. And then uh, the guy shows up at the top and she's like, maybe it's not Heather. Um, but spoiler, it is Heather and Ned. Fucking Ned. Um, <laughs> so Drag him. Literally irrelevant. Um, so Patrick gets upset and runs away. And then at the Fogo, Scooby and Shaggy are there. They realize it's a bar for people who hate the mystery gang. And there's a there's a whack-a-mole with the five people. There's dartboards with their photos on there. And then Shaggy and Scooby are wearing disguises. Um, they were smart to wear disguises already, like coming into the bar. Uh, but Shaggy has a gold tooth. And then like he talks to Wickles. And Wickles is like, uh, he says something. And Shaggy's like, oh, so you would you would be happy if you met. And he like takes the gold tooth out. And the guy's like, no, I would kill them or whatever he said. He didn't say that. Uh, it was much more aggressive. He said he <laughs> would like rip their eyes out and and eat their eyes and make them watch them eating their eyes with the other eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way more aggressive <laughs> than like beat them up. It was yeah. It was a little scary. Can I just say I kind of wish Shaggy would have worn this outfit to like the opening of the exhibit instead of the one he actually wore. The one he actually wore was just like god awful. Yes, we need to get fashion hour on this. Wait, you think that he should wear the like uh, bar going out with a fedora to the runway? It was better looking than like the weird like brown and like green suit that he was wearing with the ruffles and the boat. It was just not a good look. Like this seemed a lot more interesting or like better for him personally. Fair, fair enough. Fair. Yeah, but Scooby hears the beat and gets invited to dance by, I believe the character's name is Aggie, and gets invited to dance. And as Shaggy has to go take a leak, um, he boogies on the dance floor and he's just having a time of his life and everyone loves it. And then his wig flies off. So people's like, it's the dumb dog. And they get thrown into the dumpster. And I like almost gagged. That was disgusting. The dumpster stuff. Yeah, the dumpster's not great. In terms of like relative dumpsters, it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah. I definitely remember being like it being a little bit uh, more nasty, but I agree. I would not want to go in a dumpster. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Scooby like just ingests like a fish bone from the dumpster. Like that was kind of disgusting. Yeah, but that was willing, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, he like went for it. He was like all in. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of like food stuff in this movie compared to the last one um like i feel like that's like surprising and no scooby snack mentions uh, i think the most food we saw was the whipped cream that he used to pretend to have rabies and then the the stir fry line at the museum that got they skid uh, they like slid down 
Yeah, they talk about cookies because, uh, like, the Girl Scout is, like, counting her money as, yeah. like, Scooby's eating, but we don't see it. I don't know. Maybe they thought that was, like, the way to get positive reviews is, like, less food, and it still got canceled, and they didn't get a third movie. It's so upsetting. I just want more this Scooby-Doo action uh, here. But anyways, Daphne, Fred, and Velma go to the mines. They see Wickles doing a pitch for his summer camp with investors, and yeah and he they interrupt which is very rude and the investors were kind of rude for just leaving in the middle it's not his fault that he was interrupted Uh yeah this is a a bad move like the mining town is clearly run down it's not really look like it's being used for anything it looks like it was like shut down so turning into a theme park is like a win for coolsville uh i like the joke where they're like oh we'll make the miners like the miners miners like like kids and make them <laughs> yeah. mine anyway i thought that was funny uh like i thought that he had a good pitch you know i would fund it with uh you know like five scooby snacks or something <laughs> yeah i thought i thought that was just like an interesting spin um at this point in the movie who were you all thinking was like sus because i from the start i was like it's heather and it's tim blake nelson again thinking tim blake nelson was patrick and not seth green um <laughs> Right. I, I also was, was very sus of, of Heather Jasper Howell. Uh, and I, I was also, I was also sus of Seth Green's character and, and uh, like Wickles was not of, on the agenda for me. I thought right. he was, I was, yeah. I was eventually honestly kind of disappointed with, with how Seth Green's story ended. It was yeah. kind mm-hmm. of like, like nothing. Yeah. 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 Especially with him. So we can talk about this now. Scooby and Shaggy, after the dumpster diving situation, they like walk around and they see Patrick beating up some random. Like, yeah. Fall, and like Shaggy had a line that was like, we're going to do like your personality and split. <laughs> like that's, that's a line that they had. Um, yeah. But he, he clearly is like trying to throw people off and he's like trying to play the tough guy, but like apparently he's like too nerdy to play tough within this universe. I, yeah, they really just wanted you to not be able to guess it, so they made him so obviously bad, but then they're like, oh mm-hmm. no, he actually has reasons for everything. I, I don't know. I wish that they just like... I wish they like he was the assistant, like they were in it together yeah. and just like, uh-huh. even if it was ob- obvious, who cares? Yeah. Like, um, we're just here to... Ha- like, that's the reason why I want a third movie. I just want to hang out with these characters even if they're, it's not like the best movie ever. Um, but I, I did love this line that Jacob referenced at the start. Uh, Jacob or Jacobo? Am I? Am I? Am I am I, I'm the Wickles. He's the Jacobo. But uh, Wickles hated Jacobo because of My Fair Lady and how he didn't get the lead role. And then we find out later that it's not even like the male lead role, but he was like fighting for. Eliza oh, I always assumed it was. was great. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't. I think it's an all male prison. That so like, for. yeah, like fair. I, I want to hear Wickles sing. I could have danced all night. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, but they separately, the gang finds the monster hive where the monsters are being created. Um, Shaggy hits some buttons like a dumbass, thinking it's a DJ board. Um, and <laughs> wait, wait, I skipped over the. I skipped over where they found the the potions. And that was uh, they find the potions, and Scooby and Shaggy are drinking it. Scooby uh, becomes a Tasmanian devil at one point, uh, and Shaggy becomes a muscle man, and Scooby becomes super smart. So yeah, uh, my favorite was Scooby as like the green alien thing. And he's just like, yeah. Yeah, I I think that this is like a nice fun little bit uh, that they do lots of like silly characters. Uh, I I didn't so much love this like now because they're just kind of like, okay, I get it. Like they're different people. I think they wanted more Scooby. I thought this was hilarious. Yeah, I think they needed more Scooby and Shaggy content in this movie, but like 
and this was fun, but this wasn't as fun. Like, I definitely felt the absence of like Scooby and the like comedic moments besides like yeah. a few, like they, they definitely had a lot more of those in the first one. Yeah. And that's like kind of the issue I have with this movie is that it felt like the writers just didn't know what to do with Scooby and Shaggy for the most part. So they're like, oh, hey, we'll give this. Oh, they feel useless. Let's see if they can try to like redeem themselves. That clearly doesn't Shaggy work. solved the mystery in the last one. It was all Shaggy. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like there's no real reason to have this storyline in the first place. So I yeah. don't know. As a six-year-old, I was like cackling when Scooby was funny or, or sorry. When Scooby was As a 23-year-old. Oh, when, when he, he was, was smart, smart I oh. was like, oh, this is so funny. The dog is so much smarter. Like, he's talking all silly. Like, I thought it was hilarious. As a 23-year-old, I was cackling when Scooby made the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will say, this whole thing, I for me personally, went on, like, far too long as well. Like, the whole potion thing. Like, I felt like they could have cut mm-hmm. it, like, yeah. two minutes from this, and it would have been fine. I, yeah, but I think... I think the the like female shaggy part of it was maybe trying to capture some of the energy from the first movie when they're all mm-hmm. swapping bodies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it it didn't hit as well for me as as no, it did not. Yeah, uh, but I think I enjoyed the potion scene. I feel like it was one of the higher parts of this like back half of the movie. Like I was invested there and like uh, definitely checked my the timer on the movie a lot more than I did the first one. That first one flew by compared to this mm-hmm. one, but. Um, they disrespectful. Can- I'm sorry. Um, yeah, like I know what you mean. Like I was like watching the movie, and then I'm like, okay, like after a certain point, I'm like, okay, there must be like 10, 15 minutes left, and then I checked, and there was still like 30 to 40 minutes. I'm like, really? Yeah. Uh, like this back half, especially. Like I feel like they did a lot of stuff. I uh, <laughs> I enjoyed this. So he he creates all the monsters, including the skeleton twins, the tar monster. Uh, the Black Knight was already existing. Pterodactyl was already existing, and then the ten thousand electrical volt and the the Mariner with the mustache and the beard. I don't know what his character name was, but um, the monsters attack. They grab the panel. They run away, and then there's a news report calling for them to turn themselves in. So they have to drive from the monsters. And Shaggy takes the wheel because Fred puts it on cruise control. And then Shaggy's like, "Okay," like, and then they all look when there's like a monster behind them, and the car shaggy is there so there's like the visual of like the gag where they like if you're here who's driving and they turn around and scooby isn't driving but he's on the back seat and he's like hello <laughs> I, I, again <laughs> that killed me scooby hits I, i'm just gonna say it um but yeah so then they drive back to the cabin from when they were kids and i feel like the next live action one with robbie amell takes place like that's the prequel one right that takes place yeah. in the cabin um yeah, we, we also see here, like, there's a whole sequence, uh, I think this happens right now, where there's, like, a bunch of monsters, and they're, like, all coming, mm-hmm. out, out, like, and taking over the city. The monsters don't seem that bad. Like, all they do is, like, knock down doors and throw up. Like, I really do think that, like, any functional police or military force would be able to take them out. No mystery team needed. Yeah, like, I feel like these people, Coolsville needs, like, if this was the Marvel New York City scene, they would be prepared for the shit. Yeah. They oh, sound easily. Like, yeah. Um, I, like, you think that the, like, tar monster, which, like, looks like the monster from Monsters vs. Aliens is gonna do anything? Like, no. Like, <laughs> See, in my head, him. he kind of reminded me of, uh, in Teen Titans, the Plasmus. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, no, I love the tar monster. Here's my favorite of these. Not gonna lie. Um, but it's also maybe because, like, the ending scene was kind of fun so also this is coolsville not new they could have just said it was new york city they didn't need to be in coolsville but okay 
Um, so yeah, they have a flashback scene in the cabin when they're looking at a photo to graduation by vitamin C. Um, so yeah, wait, was it graduation or you get what you give? Don't. Oh uh, yeah, it was, it was the new radicals. New radicals. Yeah. Sorry, why did I think it was vitamin C? <laughs> Whatever. Um, but uh, Scooby and Shaggy are sulking in the van while Fred, Daphne, and Velma uh, realize how to fix it. They have to reverse it using like plasma or something. I don't know. I didn't write down the science, but there's a montage. I would love to talk to any scientist. Obviously, randomonium's fake, but like. Mm-hmm. This just made no sense. And mm-hmm. then, like, the fact that Fred was like, oh, and then we reverse the current. Like, how does Fred, of all people, know? Like, <laughs> this is complicated science stuff. And, like, Fred was helping out? No. Yeah, but Scooby and Shaggy are sulking. They're like, they're probably having a montage in there while we're here. And, like, I, I love the, like, breaking of the fourth wall. But then the sea ghost, I didn't write down. This is the only time we saw this ghost. Like, the one with the with the Game Changers immunity idol as its helmet. <laughs> um. <laughs> So they they speed up like attacks and they like grab the thing. They speed back to the monster hive, and there are like tons of ghost shenanigans. Fred decides he's gonna fight the the Black Knight. He hops on a motorcycle and like tries to joust. Meanwhile, Daphne fights the ten thousand volts, and they then she and Daphne get the the jumper cables and connect uh, the two ghosts. Uh, Velma gives Scooby and Shaggy a pep talk when they're feeling low. It's like. You guys are so brave. You are so authentic. And I feel like that hits. Like, be yourself. Is If that's the message of this movie, good. That's, like, good and encouraging for children. But then she's like, I'm going to go fight the skeleton ghost. We, I also skipped earlier. There was a fun kind of, like, scene with uh, the skeleton ghosts chasing Scooby uh, down the mountain. Yes. They were, like, uh, throwing their bodies all around as they, like, uh, were going down the mountain. That was that was fun. But throwing their bodies honestly, skipping it's fine. No, I'm kidding. They, they were throwing their heads. Um, wh- wh- how would you feel if you were a twin skeleton and your twin was grabbing your head and chucking it at this dog? I mean, it goes right back on. Like, it would True. be equivalent of like someone throwing my hat and then picking it back up for me. Like, I would be annoyed, but I wouldn't like be that upset. Yeah. Did you have I a favorite, the red eye have- or the green eye? Green eye. Team green eye. Mm-hmm. Will yeah. wow look at look at Navi and I agreeing okay you know I thought we were about to be ops I thought I was about to have to come for you on Twitter like once a week just to keep the rivalry alive but we can be friends Will I interrupted okay, you but when I asked the last question what were you gonna say about the skeletons uh, I feel like they would have some some sort of understanding that they're you know fighting as a duo but it, it was like, I, it was always the red eye who threw the green eye like I yeah, felt very one sided. He's the 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 dom, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is the other one Wendell? And I was like, wait, that's not what he meant. That's not. Oh, what I meant. Yeah. Wait a second. That is also what I thought. I was like, yeah, dom is- and Wendell. I was like, I don't get the yeah, connection. That, and then exactly I got it, that. and that's it was exactly way funnier. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Scooby can be the Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> Queen. Okay. Um, but so they, they, Thelma gives them a pep talk and then she like abandons them and finds this Jacobo shrine, which Patrick shows up to. She also sees like a photo. She loses her glasses. I don't know how she's seeing, but she sees yeah. a photo and it's like Jacobo with the museum. And then that kind of like registers something to her. And then Patrick shows up. And this is when I was like, oh, I'm, I don't think it's Patrick and Heather anymore. I think it's just Patrick. And I like locked it in at this moment because I thought this is where the reveal was. 
So I fucking lost the culprit game. I'm so upset because I changed my answer. And then, <laughs> um, but yeah, so then he like holds her, like they like escape and he, she's, she falls and he's like, trust me, Velma, trust me. And one thing that I note, wrote down in this movie is I did not realize how short Seth Green is. Yeah, he's very short. Shorter uh, than, than everyone. We'll get to Ruben Stuttered later, but when they're in that line <laughs> and he's shorter than Daphne and Velma, I was like, oh, this man is short, short. And we're not height shaming. Yeah. I just I just didn't know that he was short like that. Yeah, um, I, I I did not notice that here. Uh, the thing I noticed is that Velma said she was going to fall to her death if she fell, which was like maybe seven feet down. Like very dramatic here. I thought that that was uncalled for. Like worst case, you like roll an ankle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she trusts him. She grabs his hand and he pulls her up. And then he gets grabbed by the pterodactyl, and we get no resolution to this, and that really bothered me. Yeah, that was like really random. I'm like, wait, why? What? Why is he pushing? This her man away? was probably shoehorned in. Honestly, I don't know. They should have kept Velma as a lesbian, like they originally intended in the first movie. <laughs> yes. And then, if not that, shout out to Lindsay who asked this, and I'll pull this question up right now. I'm always sad that Velma didn't end up with the guy from the first movie. That man was much better than Patrick. I'm sorry, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. I didn't care about Patrick. I cared yeah, much more that about was, the other guy. Honestly, the the bigger reason why I thought that Patrick was more involved as the criminal was because Seth Green was totally unbelievable as a love interest to me. <laughs> uh, like I, I, I well, just just like this relationship between the two of them, I I wasn't buying it. Me uh, neither. And and that's why I thought he was bad because I I I didn't see because Velma's out of his league. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- have you seen uh, Buffy? Like, I'm pretty sure that he's. Uh, I forget who he dates. I At one point, he, he he like dates one of those. Uh, I don't know movie. if I'm recommending you to start Buffy these days anymore. Just yeah, say that. Yeah. Feel, yeah. feel free to cut any of this that you'd like. No, he I dates yeah. one of the characters, and like he's kind of cool in that movie. So I thought like, oh, he can't play nerdy. Like he's too cool because like in huh. in Buffy, he's like yeah. pretty cool. I only know him yeah. from like Family, Family Guy and Robot Chicken. So I know like, him he, from he Can't Hardly Wait. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess mixed reviews on whether he's yeah. a uh, a lovely guy. I I thought you know I would fall for him. I think he's a love interest. <laughs> he's like budget, not as attractive. <laughs> Toby Maguire <laughs> with red hair. There uh, were there yeah. was a moment that I was like, oh, that's very like 2002 Peter Parker. Like there was like a smile that he did, like ah, oh, geez, oh shucks, like uh, like the smile from the pizza time gif, pizza time, like that. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. All right, well, uh, we we have lots of comparisons for him. I thought he was good, but uh, I guess we have yeah. varying degrees of. I think Velma's out of his league. I'll say it, especially mm-hmm. this Linda Cardellini Velma. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, like Velma, like as a character in the Scooby universe, sure, because like she's like very famous. I feel like they would actually get along quite well if they like yeah. just randomly met one in like a college class. I'm still upset that Velma and Bo, the detective from Zombie Ellen, broke up at some point. <laughs> like, loved that relationship. Um, but yeah, so she she's saved by Patrick. The pterodactyl grabs Patrick, and then the gang they all meet up uh, at the Monster Hive and they play frisbee with the device. But the the bad guy and the tar monster attack. Uh, the tar monster kind of suffocates the four of them, but Scooby has the device, and then Scooby, coming clutch, grabs the fire extinguisher, 
and then skates, freezes the tar monster, and then skates on the fire extinguisher using his paws to turn it on while he skates on it and locks in the device, reverses the curse. And yeah, and there was a good version of Scooby-Doo in the theme in the background, but I couldn't find it on the internet afterwards. If someone can find that for me. Link yeah, I, th this was pretty cool. And I don't really understand science. So if you told me that this was possible, fine. But like, if anything, he's blowing the fire extinguisher the other way. So he would be like going opposite of the direction he was going. Like, I guess, how did he get his momentum? Yeah, it's like you, you can't really use the fire extinguisher to both shoot in front of you and use it to propel you forward. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. pick one and then have that as like the cool thing. But to get both was like, okay, yeah, like I think you're he, really pushing he should have found something else to skate on and then yeah. like had it like freezing. Okay. But behind him, like if he had like a surfboard or if he had, but anything then how does flat, that work? Because if the liquid is like in front of because him, because he's using like the, the, He's using like, I don't know, a trash can like as the thing to go on the water and then he's like freezing everything behind him. So like he's using the trash can to go. And but then, then if he goes he in and the tar monster afterwards. grabs him with the liquid. Okay, fine. It's not perfect, but. Yeah. I just think we have to suspend our disbelief and enjoy the scene. Um, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I, I very badly, I watched Rocket Power. I just wanted to be a surfer or skater, like be cool. And I grew up and I'm none of those things. It's not too late. Yeah, I want to learn how to surf when I go back to LA, but who knows if that's ever going to happen with this pandemic. <laughs> Getting that's bleak, a very but... sad thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have much more Do you more skateboard, Jacob? That. Are you a skater boy? Uh, I am not a skater boy. Uh, I do not think that I possibly could skate if I tried. I like When I was eight, I went down... How old I? I don't know. I went down uh, this steep ramp as a skate, skating thing, and I was so proud of myself, and then I tried it again, and I fell on the face. <laughs> and it was like it was a steep hill too yeah um so but yeah, yeah so it, it sounds rough uh to actually be able to skate can, can anyone else here skate anyone else tried absolutely not i've i've got a video of myself uh fairly recently uh my friend and i took uh razor scooters to a skate park okay. uh, and i and i tried to go on the razor scooter down a ramp and i i totally ate it uh, it's like just immediately fell and a huge bruise that like covered my whole thigh for like a week uh it's a funny video i'll send you the video yes we can tweet it um navi how about you i feel like navi's uh, more of a tony hawk skater a uh, video game yes person. i was about to say i love the tony hawk uh, pro skater games american wasteland's really fun underground's really good and get pro skater one and two the remaster it's Are they really on fun uh, they're not on Switch. They're on PS4 and Xbox One. I have a PS3. I need to. Yeah. I don't know if that will work, but yeah. I have the original well, I one and two. Yeah, those the, are really fun. The one that had the. I haven't seen did anyone blue, ever play the blue N64 cartridge? That one. Ooh. Yeah. Did anyone ever play the Disney skateboarding game? My friends had a lot of Xbox demo games, and they had Fusion Frenzy on there, and they mm -hmm. had um. The Disney skateboarding game, and it was so much fun. You skateboard around like just different worlds. Like, so the one I loved playing was like I was Woody or Buzz skateboarding in Andy's room. And that does like, sound quite fun. It was a I, lot of fun. I do have I a think story that was about like, the. Oh, go on. Oh, I know. I was about to say, I think that was like a, one of those like demo like yeah. stations at the store. Like, I think that's mm. where I played that. But yeah. I do have a story about the Tony Hawk uh, skater game. 
So one year, my mom asked me to give something up for Lent, uh, and I gave up video games. But then I went to my uh, second cousin once removed house, uh, and she had just gotten the new Tony Hawk game. And for a while, I was not playing it. I was being a good, uh, like a good Christian boy, not playing my game. And then I was like, you know what? I want to play it so bad. I played it, and it was not fun. I went home and I cried for two hours because I played it and I didn't even have a good time. So honestly, uh, I'm very and, against that game. And you were worried that, that you were going to be going to hell for the sins that you committed? No, Much I definitely was. Little Nas X. The moral of the story <laughs> is that sinning isn't fun. Exactly. It is not fun. I was more worried that my mom would figure out because she said if I did something for Lent, then my Easter gift would be better. So it was like totally motivated by material mm. things. It had very little reason. How old were you? Do. Like nine? I was like nine or 10 or something like that. But I was like devastated because the year before I said I was going to give up, uh, I think like chocolate or something. And I did it and I got like a great gift. And I was so scared she would find out. I was did like, this wasn't out? even fun uh no she never she never found out you should, which you honestly should makes her, me feel even more guilty you should tell her after this podcast you should be like right. call her up be like you remember that i think you can't yeah. give me a good easter present this year I'll, I'll well maybe i'll wait until after easter in case there's like a really good thing coming and then like uh the day after i'll be like i've got something to say yeah but then she'll remember it and give you a not so great gift next easter uh, you know what i'm living in the moment i'm uh, <laughs> i cannot think a year plus far i is easter this week i can wait a week to say it it's yes yeah, sunday yeah i can wait i can wait uh six days and tell her then next year seems far enough away i'll manage with a crappy easter gift in 2022 yeah um jacob's in the dark that's that's yeah. i can go turn a light on it start it started uh this podcast when it was light out i forgot how sunsets worked <laughs> yes maybe if he read more he would know <laughs> Now, the problem is he spends too much time reading. He's reading yeah. inside. He doesn't see the sun outside. That's fair. See, Will's coming to your defense, Jacob. Um, meanwhile, let's just wrap up the storyline. So they go out. The news team is there. Velma's like, it was Heather. It was, they fi figured out it was Heather and Ned. But then they're like, it was actually Jacobo because he's still alive. He didn't die. And yeah, so they pull out the mask. It was Heather. And then they celebrate with Ruben Stuttered at the at the Faux Ghost Bar, which how do they get let in? Like so many questions here. Why is Ruben Stuttered here? How do they know him? <laughs> Why are they allowed back into this bar? Like, yeah, you would think that any other bar, maybe like the museum when it's set up again would work. Maybe just like at the mining facility that turned into a theme park. I would have loved to see that. Uh, yeah. This is the worst place to have the party. The other thing, and this made me very mad, is that the monster, like uh, Dr. Doom looking guy, was all mm -hmm. upset that they were bringing back the like thing. How could he have possibly known that they got the exact right specifications to undo all of the monsters? He has no way of knowing this, and he was like so upset about it. Like That's what he was after, so I don't get why he was mad. Navi, what, what say you about all this? I mean, at this point in the movie, I just started scrolling Twitter. <laughs> I was like kind of over it at this point, so I wasn't really paying attention. Um, but yeah, I mean, good for them, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but it, it felt like they only—they really only had like one set that they paid for that they could do music on. Yeah, 
so they used the same set for like the the scooby-doo dancing scene that they did for the reuben stuttered yeah they probably filmed that in the same day um uh, yeah like how did old like did did the yeah. bar owner have like a sudden change of heart and be like hey i'm not gonna let evil people in here now let's the let literal the- wikipedia last line of the summary is in the fogos the gang celebrates their victory with the reformed criminals as the movie ends like though they hate them like i don't know somehow all criminals decided to give up their life of crime and normalize mommy as they <laughs> party in the fogos please don't this is my mission please do not please do not shoot it down you heard it here first jacob wants mommies and daddies who i don't know if he's normalizing daddy too but no daddy's already normalized. Daddy's already normalized okay yeah. unfortunately okay but yeah any final thoughts on the plot of the movie before we just give our due diligence to it's credit the bullshit it's like not good at all i i don't see what you <laughs> okay. like about this jacob. wait 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 we didn't even talk about ruben stuttered <laughs> Go off. Who wants to talk about that? Well, so Ruben, the fact that Ruben Stoddard is here uh, also points to the, the other thing I was going to say that I didn't realize how old this movie was until I watched <laughs> it. You could have told me this movie was from 10 years ago. Oh, okay. You know, 2009-ish. That sounds right. Everyone? I didn't realize how old this was until young Alicia Silverstone looked. Did I? Am I, am I here? You're totally yes, dead. you are. Okay. Did, did he okay. freeze only for me? Uh, no, no, he, he froze, froze for me, okay. too. I'll, I will mark this down, and I'll clean it up if I have to, but I don't uh, think it should be that problematic. Don't worry. Don't worry. Where, Go back uh, to your point. What was the uh, last thing I said? How old this movie was. Uh, you thought it was 2009. Yeah, like, I, didn't, I didn't realize... First, I didn't realize how old it was until I saw how young Alicia Silverstone was. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I recently watched uh, the, the Netflix uh, Babysitter's Club, and she's mm-hmm. one of the moms in that and actually Mommy? seems like um yeah, she's one of the mommies in in the babysitters club and actually seems like a mommy in that show uh but but in in this movie she seems so young compared to this and then also yeah the fact that Ruben Stuttered is here re- really really shows you exactly where in history this movie was made I'm going to look up when this was filmed because if this was filmed early then I get it but if this was filmed and Fantasia was around this is some disrespect to not have Fantasia here instead but maybe she was like not about that life. Let me look when it tried. It doesn't have filming date. What the hell? I, I'm not totally sure that you like get to say like uh, that they messed up here. I think it's take whoever you can get. Like True. the first movie yep. was they not had well, Sugar like, Red. They had uh, Sugar Ray in the first movie. Okay, Mark but like I, I just think that the first movie did not get like a ton of good reviews. So like you just take anyone that you can get at this mm-hmm. point. But it still yeah, made think, money just yeah, because it got better it, reviews. Ruben's so, not a bad get for 2004. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So it, it looks like production started in April of 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How so did you find that? It's on the Wikipedia under production. Yeah. It's under production. Yeah. Damn. Um, let, me, let me look up Ruben Stutter. When did he win American Idol? And what is he up to now? That's what I really want to know. He's 42 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he... 2002 to now, uh, what year was American Idol 2? Gained the nickname Velvet Teddy Bear. Um, okay. I'm trying to read. When, what year was this? Well, he was nominated for a Grammy in 2003. 2003 on the yeah. second season of American Idol. Um, oh, so this was like right, right after. Yeah. yeah. This is fresh, Ruben. Yeah. So 
I mean, he must have been a big Scooby-Doo guy. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but... Or maybe yeah. he was just cashing in while he was still hot. Hey, Ruben yeah. is always still hot. Don't disrespect me. <laughs> kidding. Um, but, yeah, I feel like American Idol only brought us, like, Chris Daughtry, who lost, and then Carrie Underwood and Kelly Clarkson. Like, there's a few, like, probably other people that I'm forgetting. Uh, like, Kelly Pickler was there, but... Catherine like, McPhee? Yep. There's some, like, big names, but no one as big as those three. Sanjaya. Oh, Sanjaya. Oh, Sanjaya. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into the castle. We had Freddie Prince Jr. returning as Fred Jones, top billing for him, uh, with Ryan Verba <laughs> as young Fred, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne, with Emily Tennant as young Daphne, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, with Casey Bedeau as young Shaggy, and Nazanin Afshin Jam as Shaggy Chick, according to the credits. Um, just probably the body double, right? That's that's got to be the worst name you can call that character. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if nothing else firmly placed this movie in 2004, the fact that we're still calling women chicks. Yeah. But, but also it makes it sound like she's a hairy woman. Yeah. And not like a girl body version of Shaggy. So like you would not want to put that on your resume. It's like you could literally do Shaggy, shaggy body double, like woman's well, body uh, double. Like or even, even if you're gonna use the word chick, I think chick shaggy is is much better than shaggy chick. Yeah. Sha- yeah. Yeah. Um, shaggy is the noun here. This exactly. you are you are spot on. Yeah. Uh Linda Cardellini as Velma with Lauren Kennedy as young Velma, Seth Green as Patrick. Peter Boyle's Wickles, Tim Blake Nelson as Dr. Jonathan Jacobo, Alicia Silverstone as Heather, Jasper Howe. Is it Howe or Hugh? Howe. I think Howe. Uh, Karen Canova as Aggie Wilkins, the girl that was flirting with Scooby at the bar. Um, Joe McCloyd as Skater Dude 1, Brandon J. McLaren as Skater Dude 2, Rasmus Noor as Skater Dude 3, Callum Worthy as Kid on Bike. Oh, I forgot. The guy from Austin and Alley? Callum Worthy? Yeah. That is yeah, the guy from Austin. Is. How did you know that? Don't ask. Okay. Are you? Well, being- I was about to say. I was about to say this is like the only time these people's names are being spoken as like uh, while we're reading like every single cast member. But uh, I guess not. Yeah. Well, I always want to because like if I didn't read these cast lists, then I wouldn't have found out Mark Hamill was in some of these, and like the B fifty two sang one of the theme songs, so that's wild. Uh, Stephen E. Miller as C. L. Magnus. Zaf Peru as Ned. Oh yeah, so Ned the camera guy was involved and he had the hots. That's why he did it. And then he was like, you're a dude. Like, I was, that was a wild plot point. Um, Christopher R. Something as Zombie. C. Ernst Hearth as Minor 49er. Kevin Durand as the Black Knight Ghost. Um, and then Not we ha- Kevin Durant? No, Kevin Durand. <laughs> nope. <Yeah. laughs> that would be such a get for 2004 if Kevin Durant. Middle school Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. Let's see if he's done any acting. He was in a movie called Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. He would not have. Oh, he, he wouldn't have been in middle school. Yeah, he would have. Okay, I can't. Ma- he would have been like in high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was on the Celtics at one point, right? No, no. He was on the he was on the Thunder forever, and then he was too many Kevin's in the State, NBA. And then uh, now he, he, Kevin Garnett was on the Celtics. Yeah, that's who I was confusing but because I was like, there's a there was a Kevin in the Boston area at one point. Yeah. Um, uh, voice yeah. cast 
Neil Fanning as Scooby-Doo and the Tasmanian Devil with J.P. Manu as Brainiac. Or no, Scooby Brainiac is how it's listed. Um, Scott McNeil as Evil Masked Figure. D. Bradley Baker as the voice of the pterodactyl zombie. Red-eyed skeleton. Jacob is a big fan of D. Bradley Baker. Well, you, mm-hmm. you also skipped over J.P. Manu, who is both the the principal in Phil of the Future and the voice of Cusco in The Emperor's New School. Yeah. Because they couldn't get David Spade. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you uh do you know all of these things? How how? I I it's I don't called know. he reads. I, uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> I, I read IMDB pages. <laughs> all right. The rest of this podcast is in protest to Felipe. <laughs> um but D. Bradley Baker, also known as the voice of Perry the Platypus, and as Appa. So lots of synergy happening. Bob Pappenbrook as the voice of the Black Knight Ghost. Mm-hmm. Michael Sorek as the voice of the Tar Monster and Cotton Candy Glob. Oh, I forgot to say there was the Cotton Candy Glob, which there was no setup for. Um, no. That felt so out of place, but I thought it was It fun. did. It was fun, <laughs> and I love that they ate it. Uh, Terrence Stone and Dee Bradley Baker as the vo- voice of 10,000 Volt Ghost. Wally Wingert as the voice of Green-Eyed Skeleton. And then some cameos. Pat O'Brien, Ruben Studdard, Kester Morehouse, Big Brothers, and Tasmanian Devil is under cameo so that's who we got in the movie uh just wanted to give them their due let's go to some quick questions um yeah let's start with the facebook questions so lisa holmes winner of sorry spoiler alert winner of survivor new zealand thailand if anyone was unaware uh just how awesome it is was her question how awesome this movie is jacob so awesome it is so awesome better than the first one uh that's facts that's all i have to say will navi do you want to respond there was uh, the other thing i forgot to say earlier uh, is that i think i would have thought this was a lot funnier at the time it came out Mm -hmm. uh because this relies a lot on uh like junk humor uh between like kicking the the uh the black knight in the groin and then whenever they're trapped in the cage, I think Fred makes some comment about like someone stepping on his junk. Uh, and then someone gets pantsed in the movie and they're wearing oh, yeah, one of the whiteies. It's, it's like, th- these are things that I would have absolutely Do you eaten think up adults would have care, would care about being pants in like 2021? I don't know if that's a thing. Yes. What? Please do yeah. not pants me. I won't. No, but if it happened to me, I feel like I was just like, Nah, that's that's a stupid question. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think about. It. Maybe I was just like bored during the movie. I was like thinking about it, because that scene huh. that was when they were fighting at all the ghosts, and I was like, I'm not here for this. Um, yeah, I, I acknowledge that the jokes do not hold up. Like they're very mm-hmm. much like early two thousands jokes. I I ultimately just like saw this movie when I was like young and I watched a lot. So I thought that the jokes were funny and like rewatching it, I'm like, oh yes, I did think that joke was funny more than like this joke is still funny now. The Scooby stuff was still kind of funny. But yeah, you're totally right. Like if I was just watching this for the first time today, I'd probably be like, let's have less like, uh, yeah, Yeah. let's have less of that type of humor. Let me just go back and rephrase what I was trying to say earlier because that came out wrong. My thought process during that scene was how would I react to being pantsed in 2021? Like, do people, would people really care? Like if that happened to them, not like, should people be pants in 2021? That was not my question. (laughs) Where did you end up on it? Would you be anti- It depends on the situation. Like, I feel like if it was like a drunken night at a friend's house, then like, who cares? But like, if like you're pantsing me in front of like 
an audience at like the Indiana Jones show, like DJ Tanner screaming out, and then she stands up. If I was in her position and you stand up and you just do that, then I would not be a fan. It depends on like the crowd and the people around. I feel like that's that's time and place. Um, but yeah, I don't think we should normalize pantsing. No, we should not. No. But we should normalize mommy. <sighs> bunny. Bunny. <laughs> bunny. The no, bunny. Not bunny. Yes, the <laughs> bunny. <laughs> that bunny gives me that. That's gonna live rent free in my head for the rest of my life. That bunny scene. Um. Oh, who was that? Was that Navi with the crack? Oh, that was me. Oh, I was. Yeah. I was. I'm anti-cracking. Yes. Um, and anti-mommy apparently as well. Um, yeah. I am. Sarah Naor asks, "Is this one better than the first Scooby-Doo?" Honestly, it's iconic for me. I don't know which no. one she's talking about, but I think I think this one is not as good. And let me just pull in Maddie G's question because he has a similar question. Um, obviously, this movie is in, in itself is inferior to the original, but I think we can all agree that this is one of the best movie titles ever. So let's take it. Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed is is a pretty yeah. good title. I yes. I do give it that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Jacob disagrees. Jacob, just for stats later, how would you rank rank the first Scooby Doo movie, like on a scale of zero point two five to five? Like a four point two five, four point three, like something like that. Have you rewatched it recently? Uh, like a year ago, maybe okay. like a little bit longer, like okay. enough to where like I I feel like it's I fresh. can remember. It. Okay, yeah. so I keep going to the wrong task. So it's I'm like, gonna it, just it was pretty, your score. It was pretty good for like a Scooby Doo movie, but mm-hmm. yeah. So four point two five, you said? Yeah, I mean on the scale from of Scooby movies, like I would much rather watch like uh, The Prestige or something over <laughs> Scooby Doo one. <laughs> I just so it's clear. My that... whole table is messed up. I'm gonna have to clean it up after. What about editing. the prestige? But the the twist of the prestige was that <laughs> uh, it's Scrappy Doo. <laughs> that would be such a good movie. Uh, I think I would have loved it if Scrappy there's... was the bad guy in this one. If he was Jacobo, I think that would have been fun. There's actually two Christian Bales, but one of the Christian Bales is Scrappy Doo. Uh, that that, yeah. that would have definitely. <laughs> It was snubbed, and if they had just put in Scrappy Doo, it would have gotten all the awards. Yeah, um, and then last two questions: uh, Is Monsters Unleashed an underrated sequel or a disappointing sequel? That's from What You Do in Number One Stand, Giovanni. Um, hmm. I don't know that I think it's underrated or disappointing. I think I think it's uh, somewhere in the middle of those two. Yeah, it's I, I agree with you. It is just rated. It's not overrated. It's not underrated. It's just rated. Jacob, do you have any fighting words for Navi? Uh, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit underrated. Like, typically sequels really struggle. I feel like a lot of the times they're just, like, put out quickly. And the second movie is often the one that I'm just like, it, this is a slog to get through. I'm not enjoying this. There are obviously notable exceptions. But I think in general, the second movie is the worst of, like, any trio or sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. And I feel like this one does a pretty good job. Like, I, I think that it's like pretty fast paced. I think that the fighting is fun. There's like lots of different types of ghosts. Like you're, it's, you're never just like bored. Apparently you all were. Uh, I was not. Checking okay. the time multiple times, but. <laughs> I, I, so what I'll say is I think it's underrated in terms of like, I had fun. I enjoyed spending time with these characters. The monster part of it. I didn't care that much, but like yeah. in terms of the scenes with the characters, I was having fun watching that. Like between Scooby and Shaggy doing their shenanigans and Velma and Daphne and Fred doing theirs. Like I enjoyed that aspect. And I think it's underrated. And we don't talk about the bunny scene enough in <laughs> um, but I think I think they're 
the under it's underrated to an extent, but it's nowhere near. And that's why it might be disappointing. So I think it can be both. Well, I think with the first one, like it, ha- it was like a really good setting. Like they were on like a tropical island resort thing. And like in this one, it just feels like knockoff Ghostbusters because they're just like in- It felt very Ghostbusters to me. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why I didn't like it. Cause I'm like, we've seen this before and we've yeah. seen it be done a lot better. So that was another aspect. Plus, like I said before, they could have cut like 15, 20 minutes from this and it would have probably flowed better, but yeah. I will say maybe, maybe I will lean a little bit more towards this being underrated because the, the most memorable scene of the movie for me, I thought was actually in the other movie. Uh, Which so- one? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and then our last question, Addison Mueller asks, all of the five main cast members are amazing in their roles and are such fantastic casting, but can you power rank them based on how just good of casting they were? Um, so number one, Scooby-Doo, obviously. That's for me, uh, personally. I I disagree. Matthew Lillard is the uh, best casting character. No, he was, he like, was yeah. my the number two. The fact that he was, he was so good casting that he just is Shaggy now mm. And, mm-hmm. and like Casey Kasem he's says no longer that, you know, shaggy because he walked out when they didn't have him for scoop like as did the rest of the cast so he sure. was shaggy but, but, for a while but they gave him the job semi-permanently after his live action performance to the point where the person who originally did the voice of shaggy like signed off on it yeah uh, I think that's got to be the number one yeah, yeah, he he like has the look. He's got the voice. I I do think that he does like a very very good job of being Shaggy. He's number so one I in the I humans for me. One. I would have him too because Scooby I think is iconic and he is the best. This is Scooby at his best is being this kind of character. And Scooby's like fun in the animated one, but I feel like we talked in the Monster of Mexico. Scooby Scooby was kind of subdued and he needed more these moments. I feel like, but uh, also it's easy because it's CGI. It's some man in a mask yeah that's the, that's the thing is i don't know i don't know how much of that is like yeah the so, casting for scooby and how much of that is just how they wrote him yeah so yeah. okay in terms of the humans let's, let's just rank the humans uh i think shaggy is one navi do you disagree mm-hmm. no i'd say i put shaggy okay. at number one i have sure. a strong second and that's velma linda cardellini i don't know yeah. if people disagree with that it's where yeah, I, I like now. Velma this time. I don't know. I think that Velma is like definitely one of the stronger points of the movie. Like it felt like she had more to do this time around. Not that she didn't have a whole ton to do the last time, but it seemed to be more focused on her. Yeah. This round. I definitely think she embodies the character well. Jacob, do you disagree or? No, I, I think that like, you know, Velma, like the live action Velma is like pretty good. Like definitely uh, not as good as uh, Shaggy. I think that Daphne's also good. Like, yeah, Daphne's yeah. my three. That, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think that those like are pretty, like I think those three are good and there's like a huge power gap. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. But like Saltine Cracker. Yeah. I feel like any generic white guy could be Fred. Yeah. Um, Literally, based on the way that he depicted him. Like pull anybody off the street uh, like especially like any Hollywood actor and they would play like a decent Fred. Uh, I feel like that's all we got here. Like we could have gotten probably someone who was like more Fred, but I don't yeah. know. That, I think they wanted also, the chemistry the between Freddie Prince Jr. and his wife. Sarah Michelle I guess we got that. Yeah. But like what I, the I hell was that it. haircut by the way? I did not like uh, Fred's haircut. In this his spot. Fred was better in the first one. His hair was much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a clear wig. I don't know if people disagree, but yeah, that's- Yeah, it was a clear wig. It just like, couldn't they have given him a, like a more flattering haircut? I guess it was like the early 2000s, but still. Yeah. 
So let's get to some rankings. Also, just want to shout the music was good. Some songs were good, but none were as iconic as the first movie songs. Um, mm-hmm. So let's start with our culprit game. So I'll go first. I told you the whole movie was saying Tim Blake, Nelson, and Heather were the bad people. And then when Seth Green showed up at the shrine, I was like, okay, I'm locking it in just Tim Blake, Nelson, like a dumbass. Because I was like, if it's only one, there's only like two suspects or three suspects, if you include vehicles. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not going to say two out of the three people just to like guarantee myself to get a, just like points if it, there's only one person. So I didn't want to like pull that move. That said, I said Tim Blake Nelson when I locked it in. I think I deserve a point. You, you got said lucky. Tim I Blake mean... Nelson thinking that it was Seth Green. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. didn't know who Tim Blake Nelson was. Yeah. Like, I think count. that you get less of a point because, like, you even got to see Tim Blake Nelson trying to fly off of the prison. And it's thought, like, oh, so yeah. In my head, Tim Blake Nelson as Seth Green reminded me of Tim Blake Nelson in The Hulk. And I was like, oh, it's the same guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, give yourself the point if you want it. But okay, Jacob, I don't what did you say? That, well, I knew. I remembered. I knew that it was the reporter. And I knew that there was like some sort of production person involved. Like I did not remember Ned's name, obviously, because I don't think that like anyone knew it until the reveal, but I, I got it. But I also like remembered, so I would not okay, give myself so, the point either. Okay, so we either both don't get the point or we both get the point. How's that? No, no, no. It's very different. I know who got it, but like <laughs> remembered it. You got it wrong, but just want the point. Uh, give it to yourself. I mean, it's your podcast. Do whatever you like. <laughs> Um, and then so uh, remembered I'll just put in your column remembered uh, Jacobo and Ned there we go okay so that we'll just keep it the same Navi and Will did you have any strong suspicions so I believe it or not I know who Tim Blake Nelson is (laughs) Uh, (laughs) read me I know he, you he can, was, Jacob he, can't. He was, he was great in uh, <laughs> HBO's Watchmen. Uh, loved him in Watchmen. Oh, what about Brother um, Art, though? Yeah. The Incredible Hulk? <laughs> I actually haven't seen The Incredible Hulk. Fake Marvel um, fan. Uh, I don't know Save that I would call myself hours. a Marvel fan. But uh, uh, what, what was I saying? I know Tim who Tim Blake Nelson. Nelson is. And, and I knew that there was no way that he was going to get this high of billing in the movie for him to not show, for him to be like in the one scene where he jumps off the jail. Uh, so I knew he had to be involved in it in some way. Oh, to be fair to me, I knew that Jacobo was like, whoever it was, was going to be wearing a Jacobo mask underneath. That's what I, I mm-hmm. that was my assumption. Like, cause Scooby-Doo loves to do that. It's actually this. So do I get yeah. a point for that? If I knew Jacobo was involved? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> You you don't get a point, but I I mean you no can get my thing was gonna be separate. It was gonna be I knew it was Jacobo, and then it was gonna be Seth Green probably masquerading as Jacobo. I don't know that. Okay, See, will I, finish I, your point. <laughs> I will take at most a half a point because I was I was also pretty locked in that it was the reporter. Um, Daphne called it out pretty early. It was like you're saying all the same things that this guy is saying. Uh, I think you're the bad guy. And I also thought that she was the bad guy. Uh, but I also saw, thought that Seth Green's character was involved. And and so at the end, when when they were like, and and she was being helped by, and they said Ned, I thought they were going to say Patrick. So I was, I was at least half wrong. So okay. if that keeps me from getting a point, then that's fine. Navi, what about you? 
Uh, I end up guessing the reporter. Like as soon as you got the news report of her, like um, putting like words in uh, Fred's mouth, I'm like, yeah, it's her. And so that was my thing. I thought that Patrick was like sort of involved, like more in like a he was more of like an accomplice than actually like fully like in the gear. But mm-hmm. uh, clearly, I was wrong on that as well. So I don't yeah. know what points you want to give me or none at all. Like so, I, I gave the guest column uh, two points: one for Jacobo from Will, and one for our Navi with Heather. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jacob and I need to figure out how we're scoring this sound off in the in the comments uh let's go to our mvps and lvs because we always do scores last so does anyone know where they're starting and wants to start us off or yeah i yeah, think I... Oh, go, go ahead, ahead. J- jacob you go first and then we'll go we'll go backwards on my zoom thing so we'll right. not uh, me. yeah so i i think that it's like uh pretty clear who the mvp is uh i, I think or like maybe there are two people uh, I think I'm giving it to Daphne. I think that she like had the most impressive stuff. She got them out of the like uh, ball that they were stuck in. Like that would have been pretty bad. She like fights with the sword people like really well. Uh, the Black Knight uh, does that like effectively enough for Velma to find out the way to beat him. Um, and she's able to pinpoint that the reporter's bad. Like all three of those are like pretty impressive. So I think that she's the MVP. Yes, Will, what about you? I, I was going to say Daphne for the, the same exact reasons. All of those things, plus she knew to tell Fred to stop talking to the reporter because <laughs> she was going to twist his words every time. And he's he still kept doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, for the same reasons, Daphne's definitely my, my MVP. Navi, do you, are you wavering or are you staying with Daphne? I was going to say Daphne. I'll change it up and say Velma because I, I don't know if there's like a next time if I'll be on this podcast <laughs> again. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I might as well give a point to Velma. Like she, you know, she did stuff. She found love. What's not warned not to love yeah. about Velma? Plus, like, I just love Velma. She's my favorite character at Scooby-Doo. No, okay. that's totally okay. Um, I was coming in probably going to say Daphne as well, but with we, we got two Daphne MVPs on the board. So I'm going to go with who my backup was. I'm going to say Scooby Dooby Doo gets my MVP because he just made me laugh. He was the MVP of making me enjoy this movie the most and do it for the bunny. Um, Scooby gets my MVP. And then are we going to go snake wise? I'll start us off with the LVPs. Yeah. Okay. Sounds so um, I-, I will talk this out. I'm between Shaggy and Fred. I think both oh. of them were kind of useless. Shaggy was more detrimental and made more put the team backwards in a lot of instances but fred was just like useless and so i don't know Mm. i have my okay you go first navi then okay so it's uh for me it is the bland saltine cracker that is fred he he brought literally nothing nothing to the table for me like i forgot he was even in the movie because he was just that inconsequential okay You uh-huh. sold me. I'm gonna go with Fred, even though Shaggy probably like hurt the team more. I think Fred. But at I least have I been... remember Shaggy is in the movie. I keep yeah. forgetting that Fred was in the uh-huh. movie. Fred did a lot of things. Like I usually am kinder to Fred than a lot of people are, but no, I needed to give Fred some LVP points here. Um, so I gave Fred the LVP here. Uh, Will or Jacob, who wants to go next? Well, I since like. Since two people have already said Fred, that makes me like less likely to want to say Fred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I couldn't tell you a single thing that Fred did in the movie besides put his foot in his mouth. 
on on. And the he Knicks. got knocked the fuck out by the. So Black like Knicks. I like I I couldn't tell you a single positive thing that Fred did. So I I like can't come up with a reason to say anyone besides Fred. Okay, so that's another Fred. Jacob, are you sweeping it? Yeah. Uh, so obviously, uh, with three Freds, it would make even more sense uh, to go ahead and say someone else. The only good thing that Fred did was he had some like decent driving. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> honestly, like, I I'm not sure I can give. And him, he figured like, that out much the credit. science in that in that reversal thing, but he figured Don't it out with something that Velma already had said. Like, okay, stop yeah. interrupting. Like, that's actually a point against him. Oh, not not you, yeah. Felipe. Oh, Fred. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I would never come for you that strong. No, Fred was interrupting Velma, who had figured it out. Um, like, yeah, just like don't interrupt. But I think, uh, yeah, I do not think that Fred did well. He made himself look very dumb in the reporters, uh, like because the reporter was able to splice some stuff up. Uh, yeah, Fred's gonna lose it for me. So okay. LVP points for Fred. Shaggy escaped because he Shaggy was doing some dumb shit in this movie too. So sure, like, but yeah. yeah. So let's finish up with some scores. Um, I wrote mine down. Guess you are the guest. You can go first if you like. Otherwise, you can send it to us and we can figure it out first. Uh, yeah. So you were talking about rating rating this movie between uh 0.25 and a five zero to five but you have to give it at least 0.25 because you can't give a uber rating a zero sure and that's and then uh but you can do in 0.25 increments is like okay yeah so we're talking about comparing this to the first movie i think i would give the first movie something around a 4.25 and this one something around a 3.5 i think it, it, it you know it wasn't great but in the context of Scooby-Doo movie that was released in 2004, I think I think 3.5 seems seems about right for me. Yeah. Um, Jacob, what about you? Or Navi, sorry. Navi goes next. Okay, so I would give the first movie a 3.75. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, obviously, pro- I, I think there are better, like, scooby-doo movies out there like animated or a live action or otherwise but it was really fun it kept my attention i didn't keep checking the runtime every like 15 minutes being like are we done yet <laughs> um as for this movie i am gonna i was contemplating giving it a just a 0.75 but since you were all so kind to invite me on i will give it a one what Navi just came here and tanked the rankings. You, <laughs> I really did not enjoy this movie at all. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking into this. Navi gave this. Hey, what I gave this. I gave a 1.25. I gave a 0.75 to the Boo Brothers. I gave Ghoul School a 3.5. This was better than Ghoul School to me. Maybe I'm just a harsher grader. I don't know. Like nice. I have like been rank watching and ranking the movies alongside with you i just listened to the podcast but i just didn't enjoy my time with this movie there are better damn. movies out there damn that's that's wild no you do you you do you but i'm gonna go to jacob next because he's probably gonna give it a five and <laughs> then let's see what to say <laughs> yeah no like i you know uh i'm a little taken aback by this I... i'm taken aback too and i said it's not as good as the first one I, a one is like uh is hey, shockingly look. low I no, this is great. Next time, like I do something creative and I need someone who will just like destroy it if it's bad, I will send it to you. And you yeah. will just be like, This sucks. I'll be and I'll be like, Thank you. 
so that's, that's I, I will say helpful. on Rotten Tomato, Tomatoes, this movie got a 22% rotten score. So at least the critics are on my side. Okay. Well, Just I'm, glad, I'm glad that a bunch of like old angry men are on your side. Uh, hey, I have old <laughs> angry man energy. Okay. Leave me alone. Navi's the wickles of this podcast. Yes, I am. <laughs> so so I, I really, uh, I, hmm, it deserves a higher score. And I would manipulate my ratings. No, manipulate but the score I feel if you like, want. No. Yeah, I, you can manipulate seems, it. <laughs> no, it seems wrong. It's not I like would I like... was purposely trying to tank the ranking. Like, that's just genuinely how I felt. I, so. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I'm going to stick to, like, a more genuine rating. I'm going to give this a 4.5. I, I think that it's going to be, like, way lower than it ought to be. Uh, clearly, this is not, like, the best Scooby-Doo, uh, like, movie that's out there. It's a really fun live-action take. I thought that it went by pretty quick. Uh, I have lots of like nostalgic feelings towards it. So obviously uh, I think I'm going to like it more than most. It's not a five though. So I, I can't bump it up much further. I'll stick it a 4.5. Okay. I will be giving it, sorry, I'm just adjusting the spreadsheet because it didn't calculate Jacob's score for whatever reason. Um, I am giving this, I came in, I was like a four is what I'm giving it because I think the first one I gave a perfect five. That was the only thing I've given a perfect five to as the spreadsheet currently stands. Um, I think the first one was a perfect five. That said, I'm looking at my scores and I think maybe I'm a little low on this. I'll give it a 4.25. I'll give it a 4.25 because maybe I'm trying to manipulate the rating so it's not so low. <laughs> uh, it just goes up point. I could be talked into giving it like a 1.25. No, no, no. I like no. we already talked you up a quarter point. Like uh we don't yeah. need the half point. Yeah. It, it's fine. So, I, I think this is great. When we look back on it, we will have to have the, the Navi adjustment. We'll always remember you were here. Let me just take out Navi's <laughs> score and see what it does. Navi's <laughs> score take it leaves it at a four point zero eight without that it. If no with with it, I'm with it. No, 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 it's all good. With it, it's a three point three one two five. But if I had given it just a four, it would have been three point two five. So it's it's like only a point point one increase, not even point one. So uh, we we bumped it up with that little adjustment. But no, there you have it. Between a four point two five, a four point five, a one, and a three point five. Listen, Navi, you do you, because Kate came in and gave the original Scooby Doo a three point seven five. While me and Scally were like, no, this is a five. So she she hit the rankings with uh yeah i also gave the first movie a 3.75 so at least we're on the same wavelength on that yeah but so yeah still in the lead scooby-doo the original 4.5 average at the bottom scooby-doo and arabian nights um so yeah that's about it we've done 16 movies so far next week we have scoot or next time uh scooby-doo and the loch ness monster with the aforementioned winner of survivor new zealand thailand Lisa Holmes. We love her. So excited. Jacob, have you watched Survivor New Zealand? Yes. Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to uh, podcast with the legend. She is literally a queen. Like literally a top at least 10 winner, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, with- better yeah. player than Tony. You can't <laughs> me. Like, yeah, you can't definitely me. check out International Survivor. It's really good, especially if you're missing like that sort of old school format. Like, yeah, it Thailand feels very like it. China to token teens. Yeah, and that's funny because China and token teens are very high on my list. Yeah, that so. we won't get into today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, we went into it already. Oh, we're, we're like, not going to do full seven hours. We're not going to do like uh, the back half of this podcast is not going to be like all of your rankings. Oh, I can 
can do that if you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, yeah, maybe, maybe link in the show notes uh, and mm-hmm. have people at you. Yeah, okay. maybe maybe Navi, Jacob, and I can get back together. And well, you're invited. Nicole's invited. Everyone's invited to come listen to Navi go through her song rankings beat by beat, which I already have seen. Um, oh, the song rankings. I was talking Survivor season rankings. If we go oh, through we the song rankings, too. I will have many more thoughts on the song rankings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that later. But I am not about to sit here and do another five-hour podcast like we did a few days ago, Jacob. But, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe when we go downstairs, we can hang out. But not a podcast. I need to get out of this chair with terrible back support. Uh, Will, let's start with you. What do you have going on these days, podcasting-wise and plug-wise? Uh, yeah, so today we just released an episode of Everyone and Their Brother. You can find it at EATV Podcast. Uh, it, it was it was really fun. Uh, we looked at this, this uh, meme that went around recently of someone giving their fast food tier list, uh, and we kind of picked it apart and, and maybe said what was very wrong about their tier list. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, what you doing? We've got a very fun episode we're recording tomorrow with the great Michael J. Clark. Yes. Uh, that I'm I'm very excited about. Uh, or you can you can find me. I'm 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 tweeting at Davis comma Will. And what about Wombat Water? Oh yeah, that's coming out too. Yeah, a- after our three hour podcast last last week, I then recorded the last <laughs> bit of a podcast with Wombat Water. Uh, and so that, that should be coming out soon. Uh, uh, so check out the, the Wombat Water feed. Uh, it was a very, very fun episode talking about eggs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to ask, when is everyone and their brother going to talk about the sexiest bald man competition? Mm. Did you see that they named I, Prince I, William? I did. And that's ridiculous. Well, as if Stanley Tucci doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One of the one of these days. Yeah. So I, I think Wickles could put in a bid for it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hard pass. I'm kidding. Well, it maybe maybe if uh, Alicia Silverstone, uh, sexiest bald person, if she shaved her head, then we could call her mommy. Oh no. Hashtag normalize mommy. Yes. Exactly. Navi, what about you? The fight, Felipe. Felipe. Okay. You mean Will? No, you you said it right. Will said it at the end. Normalize mommy. Oh, I said. Oh, it, yeah. I thought I thought you I thought you called Alicia Silverstone mommy. Mm. Oh no, I was yeah. I, I added to that, but Will was the one who said hashtag normalize mommy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Navi, what about you? What do you have going on these days? Um. Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Clubhouse uh, at Cousin Navi. I actually ended up being on Clubhouse while I was at work. I had Nicole Horn and Sarah Ferguson read my astrology chart. Uh, for I those missed who are this. Quite- yeah, it was earlier this afternoon. I'm so upset so, I missed um, it. Yeah, so what I what I am here, I have it You're written a Taurus. Down. So I am a Taurus sun. Is it what is it again? A Taurus. Taurus. I keep yeah. thinking of the Pokemon Taurus. <laughs> anyway, I'm a Taurus sun. Taurus. 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 Taurus sun. I am a Pisces moon. And I am a Libra rising. I don't know what any of that means, but you can feel free to psychoanalyze me from that data. Um, as for other podcasts, I'm on What You Doing with Will and Felipe. Um, they've already talked about it, so I won't go on much longer. And also this week, I was on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me, talking about the season one finale of Dawson's Creek. Even if you're not a Dawson's Creek fan, I highly recommend checking it out because I just 
verbally destroy that entire show in that hour and it's like very distressing to Dawson's Creek fans so I would highly recommend checking that out it should be in your feeds it came out earlier today um and yeah that's about it for plugs I guess unless I'm forgetting anything I don't think I am uh, I don't think you are either uh yeah, yeah. Hope, what's what's what are you doing these days I am on all social medias at JK Redman, uh, where you can find me tweeting about stuff. Uh, Avatar, the last Airbender rewatch podcast called Aang in there. Uh, we'll be back at some point. Uh, we'll see that. Uh, and then, yeah, here I am talking about Scooby-Doo uh, every other week, most likely with Felipe. Uh, pretty sure that's what we're going to do. And then who knows, uh, maybe more fun things in the future. And I recorded a four-hour podcast with uh, Felipe and Nicole. So if you ever need more uh, of my sweet tones in your ears. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that, my tones may not be so sweet, but my takes were uh, at least fun, if not good, on the uh, Zillennial well, TV show. Well, I mean, the fact show. that you think that the Kuzco's theme song is not number one is like enough of a reason to be like, no, your takes are not good. It, it was like, it's not that what, good. Uh, I, what, like, what did what did you have as number one? Like maybe Clifford's Puppy Days, which like absolutely what? slaps. Actually, like probably <laughs> Wizards of Waverly Place would be what I have number one. Mm, okay, uh, that's, yeah. that's a lie. He had why? What did he say? He had he had something else at number one. I need to like, look at the chart. Th- there's a few others that are like up there. Uh, Kim Possible, I have like pretty high up there. Impossible. But he voted against Kim Possible. Up there. All that. Um, I am upset with Jacob because let's see, what did he vote? What did he vote? Oh, he slandered the True Jackson th- VP theme song for SpongeBob, and I'm still not over it. Wait, are you? I, I think I agree with Jacob. Then. That he took... <laughs> what? What did you say, what, Navi? What did you say, Navi? Oh no, I was about to say like. A, I agree that SpongeBob is better than True Jackson VP. Um, And also, uh, I was going to ask, were there any of my takes that you took issue with? I know Jacob took issue with some stuff, but I want to know your takes. um, I need to look at your list again, but probably, yeah. He almost (laughs) forgot you were on the podcast. He barely, or he he almost forgot. Sorry that you had rankings. This is a lie. This is a lie. How dare you? He was thanking everyone, and he he got to every single person that helped him out except you, which honestly no 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 no. And then I said, "There's one more person. It's uh Navi." There we go. That's what I said. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. maybe after he really? edited out the long pause, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> but I was there. I was right there. I heard the whole thing. Uh, well, I, I, I. anyways, uh, this you is can... what happens when you tell me I can't read. <laughs> yeah, you can't read, but that sure helps you listen, apparently. Yeah. All right. Felipe, where can people find you? On Twitter at what the fleep. You can also listen to what you're doing as they plugged earlier at what you're doing pod on Twitter. And then Brazilian dragon at Brazil dragon pod. Uh, today we dropped a uh, Brazilian dragon games season three. Jacob was there for season two. We don't talk about that one and who won. Um, but season three was a lot of fun with Danielle Wasserman. Go check out her podcast. Are you there? Love it's Danny and Izzy. Um, and then what else do we have going on? Obviously, there's a millennial bracket. If you haven't heard it yet, what are you doing with your life? That drops on Thursday. So you should be hearing this by the time you're listening to this. Um, and yeah, I was recently on Shit 90 show. We talked about the Full House episode where they go to Disney World, as well as a lot of other tangents, including what the fuck was happening on Fuller House as a show. <laughs> hey, I have seen every single episode so of Fuller House. 
So uh, uh, my my biggest take about Fuller House is that is that uh, Kimmy Gibbler is the best parent on the show. But, he gets uh, yeah. done so dirty with her storylines. She just is be- becomes a cartoon character, whereas like in the first one, she was like just like kind of there as like the snarky neighbor. Um, I yeah. love Fuller House. Yes. Uh, who was your favorite, Jackson, uh, Max, Tommy, or Ramona? Because uh, I have Ramona. rankings. Yeah, Ramona, Ramona one. Jackson's Jackson the worst. Two. What? Jackson's the worst. <laughs> He's so annoying. No, Max is kind of annoying. Max starts out like they're trying to make him intentionally annoying whenever he's saying holy chalupas all the time but then they shift to this point where like 80 percent of his character is that he loves the show blue bloods and that's where he's hilarious mm. i disagree um but yeah this Ramon- has nothing to do with Scooby-Doo. mr ramona stand account it's all good <laughs> but yeah and then we have more content soon like jacob said we'll be back with uh scooby-doo stuff uh what you doing stuff and then uh, stay tuned. We're going to do some another decom with Naomi Calhoun coming up soon. And then when Nicole is free, we're going to do Camp Rock too as well. Um, Yay! Yes. So Camp Rock. We rock. We rock on. And until next time, everybody, uh, any final words? Hashtag normalize mommy. Denormalize it. <laughs> okay. If you're for normalizing it, tweet hashtag normalize mommy. If you're for denormalizing it, Hashtag denormalize. It's already denormalized. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to get ahead of the game here. Keep mommy abnormal. Hashtag normalize mommy versus hashtag keep mommy abnormal. Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Until next time, everyone. Bye. Stop.